0: Inspiring interviews with today's top landlords. This is the Rental Income Podcast. And now, Dan Lane. My guest on the podcast today has a pretty interesting story. When he first started investing in rental properties, what he thought he wanted was a couple of rental properties that he owned free and clear. Once he got those properties, he realized that that really wasn't what he wanted. What he wanted was a portfolio of rental properties And he wasn't going to be able to get that unless he used mortgages and borrowed money to buy more rental properties. So he made some changes, and today he's got mortgages on his properties. But an interesting thing happened. Having mortgages actually made him a better landlord and a better investor. And uh, we've got a a lot of great information we're going to learn from him today. Joining us on the show today from Berkeley Springs, West Virginia, is Chris Haddleman. We'll take a really quick break. We'll thank our sponsors. We'll come right back and we'll talk to Chris. The first step in buying a rental property is to get pre-qualified. And I would suggest you work with a lender that specializes in working with investors because the last thing you want to have happen is to get to closing and find out the money's not there and you can't close. The lender that I recommend is Chaley Ridge from Ridge Lending Group. She's a nationwide lender and she'll pre-qualify you for free if you mention Rental Income Podcast. Find out more today. Contact Chaley at ridgelendinggroup.com. That's R-I-D-G-E. Lendinggroup.com. NMLS 42056. When I'm doing research to buy a new rental property, there's a lot of different websites, apps, and then a spreadsheet that I use to do my analysis. It's really kind of a convoluted process. Well, there's a much easier way. There's an app called Ask Rick, that's R-I-C for Rental Income Calculator. Ask Rick makes it really easy to find and analyze rental properties. You can see all the properties for sale in an area. If something looks good, you can press one button. It'll analyze the property for you. It'll figure out the rent amount. It'll figure out your mortgage payment, all your expenses, and give you your cash flow. If you're ready to move forward, you can make an offer right there on the app, or you can send the information over to your realtor to do some more investigation into the property. You can try it out for free right now. Just search for Ask Rick. That's R-I-C. Ask Rick in the App Store or go to justaskrick.com that's justaskrick.com when you were first getting started buying rental properties you were using cash to to buy properties and so i i want to kind of start off by going back to looking at your thinking back then why did you want to use cash to buy your rentals
1: it um i wanted to use cash because i you know i had it it seemed like a good return on investment um and if you know, if I had them on, they were they were paid off. Nobody could take them from me.
0: Yeah, it's a lot less risky. So what what were your initial goals? Like, so y- you had some cash, and th- th- I guess you, just so everybody knows that you had sold a family business, and you had you had some money. So wh- were you trying to replace your salary from from the family business?
1: Yeah, I- exactly. I was trying to replace my salary, and I was trying to. Kind of develop a new job for myself.
0: Okay. Okay. So y- you bought a couple of properties. Y- you you get them them running. Did everything go according to plan a- at the beginning? Like, did everything go smoothly?
1: The first tenant that we had um, for the very first house we bought, we had to file for an eviction for non payment of rent. Our third our third property. But they had um, they had absolutely trashed the place.
0: Oh. Now, when you're getting started and you have experiences like that, you know, I, I think a lot of people might just have the tendency to say, "This is crazy. This is what people told me was going to happen if I bought rental properties." Did you ever have any doubt that maybe you had made the wrong decision by <laughs> investing?
1: Uh yeah, I mean, you know, when when you're when you're at the heat when you're in the heat of the moment, um, and you know it can seem so overwhelming. Well, the, you know, long story short, is we ended up you know putting it on the market, but uh, we eventually sold it, and then we had to deal with a bunch of capital gains.
0: Wow, oh, that's a good problem more. to have, right? That's oh yeah, I <laughs> do that all day long. Yeah,
1: but um, that one just had a lot of emotional baggage with it because when you, when you have a house that's that's you know was moving ready when you bought it and it is utterly yeah you know, utterly trashed um it just it drains you when you go to fix sure it up. sure and um it was it was so freeing when the you know when we went to closing and, and got rid of that
0: i bet i bet so so let's talk about growing your portfolio so you you get those first three properties free and clear and then you started using mortgages to buy properties why did you switch over
1: just to be able to continue to grow. Okay. Um and you know, along the way we had we had ran into some stuff that we could um get owner financed and and that was probably uh, that was our um our lead in to the uh to financing stuff. It was one of those it was one of those you know deals you just kind of stumble into and um and, you know once you do it's like anything else once you do your first one it's not that scary.
0: Right, okay. So the the switching over to using financing Wasn't necessarily that you you think owning a a free and clear rental is bad. It was more that you wanted to continue to grow. You wanted to continue to buy more rentals, and you didn't have the cash to buy them outright.
1: Oh, exactly, exactly. But now, after I've I've kind of learned to use financing, if I if I was able to you know jump back in time and start over again, I probably wouldn't have bought anything free and clear. Okay, Um, I probably would have financed, you know, everything so I could, so I could hold and control more properties.
0: Yeah. You know, that, that's a really good point too. Cause I, I feel like with rentals, if you only have a couple of properties, it's really kind of more risky. Like the more properties you have, the less risky it is because you've got more streams of income. If, if you've got six properties or seven properties and one tenant doesn't pay, it's not that big of a deal. But if you only have one or two properties and someone doesn't pay, you're you're kind of dead in the water. So I, I think that's um I, I think that's good. So so if you were gonna get started today, you would definitely not buy anything free and clear. You you would use probably twenty percent down payments.
1: I, I would go. What I would what I would do is either do the twenty percent down payment, or um you know I would just. I would burr and burr everything okay. um, Yeah. You know, a lot of the properties we buy are, are cheaper properties and the, the banks don't want to finance something at that, you know, at that price range.
0: Yeah. So, so tell me about your portfolio. What, what is, what, what is your rental portfolio look like?
1: Um, they're primarily, um, two or three bedroom C-class properties. Um, they, uh, it's, it's they're kind of starter homes for the um, I'll say for the you know the working family you know mom and dad both work there's probably a you know a kid or two in the house um, just the you know your stereotypical American starter home.
0: Okay. Yep. Okay. Now talk to me about when you were getting started. I, I know that y- you were maybe a little bit. You were telling me before the show you were a little bit too lenient sometimes with tenants. Tell me about how the pressure of having a mortgage payment actually made you a a better landlord.
1: Yes, um, when you when you know you have to feed that that note, it's it's a lot it's a lot tougher to let stuff slide. You know, when it, when everything's paid off and the only thing you're worried about is your um, your insurance and your taxes. Uh, it's easier to, to, you know, say, you know, well, you can get it to me next month Mm -hmm. Um, or you you can pay half now and half later. But the problem is next month never comes because if they can't manage their, uh, if they can't manage their money now, they're not going to get better going down the line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about profitability because at the end of the day, we're doing this to make a profit. We want to keep the most money in our pocket that we possibly can. Were you more profitable when you had three properties free and clear, or are you more profitable today having seven properties but having loans
1: you're You're definitely more profitable with them paid off, but the problem is you can only grow so far
0: mm. and, yep. um,
1: it's kind of like a, a today and tomorrow thing. Um, the paid off stuff you're more profitable today, but you're not going to be able to keep to keep growing at least we couldn't and um, right. We wanted to to keep on you know, bigger and better um, and I think right now that we're um, we're five years into it the we, uh, that we're we're reaching that break even point where we're getting back to where as profitable where we were with it um, right with the properties paid off
0: so just to break that down for everybody so that like when you're paying your mortgage payment every month, you're paying down that principal and you're gonna you're getting these loans paid off and in in this case you have a a loan that was it a five year loan
1: the um yes
0: okay, so you've been making payments every month your rent payment comes in you're making payments on it, and now this property is gonna be paid off where if you wouldn't have really had the opportunity to have this property paid off if you didn't have that mortgage.
1: Yes. Um, and the, you know, if you don't, you don't have the money, you can't buy it. And the, um, the, having the loan, you know, you can get it, you get control of the property. You let the the equity pay down and, um, just keep on, you know, keep on chipping away.
0: Now talk to me about when you were getting started. So I, I, I think this is a, an interesting lesson for everybody that you, with your first property, you spent a lot of time and money on the rehab and you maybe fixed it up a little bit more than you needed to. What, tell me what happened.
1: We, we had, um, the, the property was an old Victorian, had a gorgeous staircase and we got hung up on making this, this oak staircase, um, like the centerpiece for the house and spent a week and a half stripping and, and sanding and, and refinishing um and with the with the level of house that we have it really it really doesn't make a difference that's not something that the the tenants tenants value it's the, it's a basic you know, it's it's a basic house that you know, they want to keep them warm and to you know um, be safe but having the the stair you know having the the thousand dollar refinishing on the staircase just didn't make sense.
0: Right, right. So you know, it's like what, what I guess what a tenant wants is a just a nice place to live, and th- those extra little finishes, it's not going to really add any value to them.
1: Well, I, I think the trap that's easy to fall in is over over rehabbing the house for its price point. Mm. Um, if if that house would have been a flip, it definitely would have been worth stripping all the woodwork and and doing period correct chandeliers and, and, you know, lighting fixtures and doors. But with a, uh, with a starter home as a starter home rental, it didn't make what we were able to ask for the house. You know, what we were able to get for the house each month, it didn't make that anymore. Right. And it just, it just ate up a bunch of time.
0: Yep. Yep. And do you feel like you attracted better tenants having it be a little bit nicer or were you able to maybe get a little bit more rent? or w- was there really no benefit at all
1: i i really think that there was really no benefit at all um, it uh it didn't you know it really wasn't you know for we your our first tenants were you know a couple what uh, you know a couple that were in their early 20s and i don't think it really it really made a difference to them yeah
0: yeah now the other thing that that you figured out is that when you're buying rental properties, you don't need a great deal. Uh, a good deal is good enough. I mean, you, you really can make a pretty good portfolio for yourself if you just find good deals. T- tell me about that. Like, what, what, did you did you pass on a lot of properties that would have worked out?
1: When we started, when we started um, looking at uh, looking at rentals, there was a bunch of foreclosures available, and I went into it thinking that um, you know i can't leave any money on the table i've got to get these for the absolute you know the bottom dollar, and you know, I let places go that i'd be i'd love to be able to find today for you know for a lot more money. I let them go for you know a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars because i couldn't squeeze every last penny out of it, and you know a lot of times um, in this real estate you ha- a good deal is awesome. You know, you should be Mm -hmm. happy with it and not be greedy um, because good deals are hard to come by. And it's a shame to let a, a um, good deal go because it's not a great deal.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, to, to lose a deal over a thousand dollars, I guess it's really kind of silly because you're going to make that back in rent in a very short period of time.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a month's rent. I mean, it just, you know, to, to let a deal go over, and I'll say, you know, Five or six thousand dollars is kind of silly in our market. Right, right,
0: totally, totally. And tell me uh, also about uh, interest-free credit cards. That a lot of times this they they may seem like a great way to finance repairs, but um, you, you think people should be careful.
1: Oh, that that is a trap that's easy to fall into. And what what we discovered was. Um, you know, you can it's real easy to get an interest-free um you know, 12 month, 18 month credit card. And um what happens and you know, never you know, never missing a payment on anything, you end up doing your rehab all on on the credit card and you run up you run up the credit card. And then what happens is your credit score falls because now they look at your available credit and you know you're using, you know, you know, large portion of that. So that makes it harder when you go to refinance, you know, refinance the project to pay off the credit card and to move on to the next project.
0: Right, right, yeah, de- definitely, yeah. You you want to be careful. I mean, the, yeah, credit cards can get you into a lot of trouble. So, but what do you think? I mean, so after having properties free and clear, and a- after having mortgages, like you do right now. Like, do you want to have things free and clear again? Like, would you, would you want to pay off your portfolio? Or as you, you get more money, do you think you want to continue to use down payments to continue to buy things?
1: Um, I think we're going to continue forward and we're always going to be heavily leveraged. I think it's the only way to, to beat the inflation game. I think it offers you a little more protection um, in the case of being sued. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, when you, when you have stuff highly leveraged, you have, you have debt, not assets. The, uh, and it also allows you to keep growing.
0: Right. Now I guess like the, the risk to being highly leveraged is if you have a, a big period of vacancy where you have a lot of tenants that don't pay, you can find yourself in a lot of trouble. Now, what we've just lived through or what we're living through with the pandemic is maybe the the worst period we're ever gonna find in a, in our lifetime with uh, tenants not paying. Did you have any tenants not pay?
1: We've had a tenant that was um was slow one month um and they are they are caught up and um you know knock on wood we've been very fortunate.
0: Okay, awesome. So so you you feel comfortable because I, I know like leverage has gotten uh, a lot of people in trouble. We've had people on the show that that um, have had a, a a terrible time with with leverage that it got them into a lot of trouble. D- does that ever like Do you have any fear that maybe you could get in trouble with leverage, or do do you think it, you know that? If, if you do fall on, on tough times, that everything's probably going to work out in the long term.
1: Well, we, we make a point to, to budget in for reserves, for you know, repairs and vacancies, which I think is absolutely, you know, absolutely critical. And I, don't, I like leverage, but I don't think you need to pull every last cent out of a property you can. You need to, you need to find where, where you're comfortable with the cash flow, where, it, where you can have those reserves and that, that safety net. And also having multiple properties and what's the odds of them all, you know, all being vacant or all not being able to pay uh, pay rent on a particular month.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like we talked about earlier, the the safest place you can be is having a lot of rentals. The more rentals you have, the more streams of income you have, the safer you are because they're not all going to dry up at the same time. Well, Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. I I think you, you've got a great business and I, I think you're doing things right if Chris inspired you and you're ready to buy your first rental or you want to add to your portfolio, the lender that I recommend is Chaylee Ridge from Ridge Lending Group. She's a nationwide lender and she specializes in helping investors buy rental properties. She has a ton of different loan programs and whatever your situation is, whatever you're trying to accomplish with your rental properties, Chailey can help you put together a plan and help you get there. If you want to set up a time to talk to Chaley, you can contact her at ridgelendinggroup.com. That's R-I-D-G-E lendinggroup.com. If you mention Rental Income Podcast, she will waive all the pre-qualification fees. NMLS 42056. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. We have new interviews every single Tuesday. And if you hit that subscribe button, you will be notified as soon as the next episode comes out. My name is Dan Lane, and this has been the Rental Income Podcast. I didn't like the idea that if something were to happen to me, my family was going to struggle financially. I mean, they're still going to have to pay the mortgage payment, car loans, credit cards, and whatever other living expenses they have. So I got life insurance. And it gives me a lot of peace of mind to know that they're not going to struggle. They're going to have some time to get back on their feet again. Policy Geniuses technology makes it really easy to compare life insurance quotes from the top insurance companies in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. If you have life insurance through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it also might not follow you if you were to leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. One of the things that I love about Policy Genius is that their agents work for you, not for the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using PolicyGenius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. I've put a lot of time, effort, and money into building my rental portfolio. It's something I'm very proud of, something I want to protect, and something I want to keep in my family for a long time. That's why I put together an estate plan. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage your own custom estate plan starting at just $199. Just go to trustandwill.com slash RIP and you'll get 10% off plus free document shipping. I thought about doing a will for a long time, but I thought it was going to be very complicated, confusing, and expensive, and I just kept putting it off. Luckily, I found Trust and Will, and the whole process could not have been easier. My wife and I sat down one Saturday morning over a cup of coffee. We went to trustandwill.com. They walked us through a series of questions, and at the end, we got our own state-specific and customized will for our needs. Trust and Will has made estate planning easy and accessible for everybody. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting com slash RIP. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash RIP. I didn't like the idea that if something were to happen to me, my family was going to struggle financially. I mean, they're still going to have to pay the mortgage payment, car loans, credit cards, and whatever other living expenses they have. So I got life insurance, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind to know that they're not gonna struggle. They're gonna have some time to get back on their feet again. Policy Genius's technology makes it really easy to compare life insurance quotes from the top insurance companies in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. If you have life insurance through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, And it also might not follow you if you were to leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. One of the things that I love about Policy Genius is that their agents work for you, not for the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using PolicyGenius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com.